Welcome everyone to the T-Rap Show with your host Trapper Goldsmith where we showcase elite athletes and sport individuals with their inspiring stories and rise to glory in their pursuit of everlasting greatness. We just get to meet a lot of incredible athletes across the board, hear their stories, and get a lot of advice for up-and-coming uh, aspiring pro athletes, um, you know, what it takes to, to get to that level and, and make a living at what we love to do. Both Jordan and I were, were lucky enough to, to do what we loved. My career was a little shorter than his, um, and he continues to, to have success. So, uh, Jordan, welcome, my man. Yeah, little, thank you. Little intro for you. So you you grew up in BC. Um, yeah. You were you were drafted young into the into the dub by the Medicine Hat Tigers, and then uh, you got well, you got picked up by the the Raiders, um, yeah, and then finished correct. your your career off with with the Edmonton Oil Kings. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I played yeah. two, two years in Medicine Hat, two years in Prince Albert, and then my twenty year old season in uh, Edmonton. Nice man. So you had a you had a great WHL career. So this is kind of like we're going to kick it off off with this because you made a decision not to like try try for for to go pro right after. Um, you you were a very successful WHL player, but you actually went back to school. So you went to the University of Alberta and you decided to exercise your. Um, the every, so it's every year you play in the WHL, you get uh free year schooling paid for. Is that right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. So you exercise that option in your prime, in your hockey prime, your athlete prime. You decide to go back to school. Kind of talk about that, man. The mindset behind that, where like what you were thinking and um what like what the long-term goal was heading to the University of Alberta. Yeah, I mean, it was a tough decision. Um, I wasn't drafted to the NHL or anything like that. So um, I didn't have like that opportunity, but I did have a couple camps that I went to. And I um, actually going into the year after my 20 year old year, I went to New York Rangers camp and I uh, went through their kind of rookie camp and main camp. And um, then they offered me to go down to the, their AHL camp. I, I still don't have a contract at that time. I was just on a tryout. So I think I was probably looking at probably starting in the East, East coast league, uh, at that point. And yeah, I just decided, uh, to use my WHL scholarship and U of A was a, you know, my top choice. Uh, I'd heard a lot of great things from guys who played there and I'd seen a lot of guys move on from pro after and, um, their mentality there is run a lot like like a pro professional team. Um, mm -hmm. You work out every day, you practice every day. Um, yeah, it just it, it seemed like a good good fit for me, and to take advantage of that um, WHL scholarship. And then, you know, I, I still had the the goal in mind to play professional after, but I just didn't want to, you know, maybe grind it out for a couple of years in the coast and then have nothing to fall back on. So sorry, I should say the ECHL. But yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And there's a mentality at U of A where they want to progress guys to play pro after. And, and part mm. one of the sayings there is if, if obviously a lot of guys go on to work right after, but 
one of the sayings there is they want every guy when they're done at U of A to have won a national championship and to sign a professional contract. So that's their mentality. And if you, if you go into that program with that mindset, then um, it's definitely possible. I think, you know, the one year we won nationals, I think nine or 10 of our forwards and all six of our starting D men ended up playing professional after. So um, yeah, it's just, it was an easy decision to go to that school and to take that road. And, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad the way it worked out and I'm, I'm happy with my decision. Yeah. I know the head coach and I mean, it's a, it's a phenomenal program. So you went into it and I think that's a key, like your mindset going into it was you still wanted to play pro, but you thought this was kind of the best of, of both worlds. So you're, you're, your goal was still to develop yourself as a player, even going to, to university. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it definitely was. And like I said, it, it's actually a good time. You don't play as many games um, in the season, obviously than you do in junior. So you get a lot of, uh, a lot of time, a lot of practice time, a lot of time in the gym. Um, we had a great uh, strength coach. who's actually the assistant strength coach now for the Oilers. So, you know, it's just getting nice. to work with him every day. Um, and surrounding yourself with like-minded athletes, um, all my roommates were, you know, same boat as I am. And, um, you know, we really pushed each other and that's part of the, the thing that made our team successful too, is, uh, everybody pushed, you know, it was fighting for ice time and it was obviously we compete against other teams, but we'd always, it was internally, everyone was trying to. You know, everyone was every day in the gym and um, trying to get better. And then, yeah, getting to do school on top of it um, was great as well. So, and and I believe you met your future wife there as well. So it kind of paid off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay, so for uh, you know, kind of up and coming players, they're like, I'm not sure. You know, should <clears throat> should I play in the ECHL or should I should I go to school? George, talk about some of the advantages to going to school versus like jumping right into um, a, lo a lower league right away and trying to develop yourself there. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to like say there's any correct way to go because I mean, a lot of guys oh. have done that. I've seen a lot of guys totally. go to the East Coast after and work, the, work their way up. And, you know, I just didn't feel like I was 100% ready for that at that point um, with with my game and just men mentally too. I wanted to, you know, go to school. I'd spent five years in the WHL. It was a lot of hockey and I want to take a little bit of a, you know, like I said, you play less games, an easier schedule. So, um, but yeah, I would just say the advantages are like, like kind of like I pointed out before, just um, you get to still develop, play at a high level. Um, I don't think that U sports gets the recognition it always deserves, but there's a lot of great teams, and a lot of great players uh, mm. that play in that league. And um, so, yeah, so what would be an advantage to what would be an advantage to going pro right away then and playing in like the ECHL or um, OHL or, or one of those leagues? Um, well, the opportunity to move up maybe, you know, from there to Europe or to the AHL earlier. Um as far as like professional career, like I, I didn't start my professional career till I was 26. Mm -hmm. So versus a guy who maybe starts at 21, um, you know, you have those extra years where, you know, opportunity to obviously make, make more money, um, play longer professional career. Um, 
those would be some advantages I would say. Um, but a lot of guys too, I feel like, you know, play for a few years and then maybe stop playing. But um, yeah, there's, there's advantages and disadvantages to both. So, Depending on how you've, you've taken care of your body, it depends on how long you can play. Yeah. 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 And like, like, you know, those, especially the North American leagues, like it's a grind. You play a lot of games and, um, you know, a lot of travel. So, uh, but yeah, that'd be an advantage was to be maybe if, if you were one of the guys to continually progress and move up and, you know, maybe expand your professional career a little longer. But So you, you graduated from university of Alberta, then I, you turned pro, you played for the Toronto Marlies <clears throat> you played for them for a season. No, just, uh, at the end of my last season at U of A, um, we were done. Um, and then I went uh, and played with them for uh, like the rest of their season uh, or their regular season. Okay. So I just played a, hand, a handful of games. Um, but no, it wasn't a full season. It was just like, a, I don't even know what you call it, like a call up, I guess. Or Okay. Kind yeah, of gave you, point, gave you the opportunity to to get your feet wet. And, and from yeah. there, then you went, so you went overseas. Mm-hmm. rather than continuing to play in the AHL mm-hmm. um played Slovakia before moving up into the DEL and and playing in that league in Germany where where you're currently at what uh kind of talk about what you like i guess you, your career was a little shorter in in the AHL but north america versus versus europe like what are what are some big differences in in the two different hockey um countries yeah um yeah like like, like other you said than, other than that. the language i i mean yeah <laughs> yeah um i only got like a handful of games like i said there so i have a little a, a smaller sample size but uh i would say especially if you're playing in like a like a lower like not the nhl i guess like a, a minor league i guess they would consider it uh, like the AHL, the East Coast, you get a lot of different teammates in a year. You run through like a lot of guys because guys are getting called up, uh, sent mm. down um, both ways, right? Like you can go yeah. up and down from the East Coast or up and down from the AHL. So I know a lot of guys go through a season and you're you're kind of roll, rolling over your roster a lot. Um, obviously, the travel is a lot bigger or sorry, a lot, a lot longer. Um, I meant bigger, like you got... A, you know, full country like United States and and that to tr- the travel. But for right. you know, some when I played in Slovakia, for example, our longest game away was maybe three hour drive. So oh. um, uh, the season's a little bit shorter over here. I think about twenty games shorter. Um, and yeah, I mean, like I said, over here, like you don't get that turnover as much. Kind of the team you sign. I mean, obviously, there's some guys that come and go, but it's mostly team you have and you kind of you know are able to develop a good good bond and uh friendships and work together for the whole season for a common goal um i think north america it's uh it's probably more competitive internally where guys want to you know obviously be the guy to get called up to the ahl or called up to the nhl and uh and all that and like i said i can't i was only there for a little bit so i can't speak too much about it but that's kind of what i gathered from guys who have played um right in those leagues so 
So did you, I mean, you, you've definitely progressed as a player uh, playing over in, over in Europe. And I, you know, I think you're one of the top players in, in the league. It uh, was like, have you ever exercised the the idea of, of coming back to play in North America now that, you know, you would say you're, you're a stronger player professionally, or is it, you know, where, where you kind of want to finish your career out there and. Yeah, I, I think I would probably finish, like, I want to finish my career out here. Um, I'm turning 33 this year. So, I mean, hockey age, it's getting a little bit older. And, <laughs> you know, I, I you can see it now that the North American leagues are getting younger and younger. The young guys now are, um, you know, doing really well. And it's kind of, it would be, because I haven't really played in North America professionally. So it would be pretty, pretty late to try to start my career over there. So I think... Uh, me and my wife would like to spend a few more seasons over here and finish out my career here. And um, yeah, we really enjoy being in, in Europe. Uh, it's, it's, it's really nice to experience different cultures and right. different countries and cities. It, it's awesome. Like, um, you know, a chance just to see the world and um, get to play hockey at the same time. Yeah, that's cool. I, I follow your Instagram and like some of the places you, you go to and some of the stuff you post is is incredible um, and you get to experience that all while playing a game you love so jord like what advice what would, what would be kind of like your your mantra or, or your key advice that you would give to an up-and-coming whl player wants he knows he wants to go pro what uh what would you tell him um you know some of the obviously the cliche things like obviously enjoy it a lot like your junior career is awesome but it's only you know a really short time um those are some of the funnest funnest seasons i had of hockey and um yes obviously that and then for someone who wants to play professional after i would just say just continue to try to get better and work at your game and spend the time in the gym and and on the ice uh always trying to get better because um you know, every, like you want to separate yourself somehow from other players and there's lots of players doing that. So the more time that you can put in and you're, you know, you might be spending time at the gym and other guys aren't and more um, time on the ice working on your skills and, uh, and other guys aren't. And, and obviously I'd say sticking with it too is a big thing. I've seen a lot of guys that, you know, um, weren't drafted and, uh, you know, maybe weren't, didn't even play pro right away like went to school right. like I did or even went to the east coast league for a few seasons and I'm progressed and did really well and then ended up having really good careers in Europe or North America so I think a big thing is just also like sticking with it and um yeah those are kind of the few advice that I have so, so totally persistence is is yeah. everything like yeah. when you're pursuing a, a massive goal like becoming a professional which uh, I actually had um, uh, soccer player Jordan Wilson on the show yes uh, yesterday or day four and talks about like how progressive sport is, right? Like, I mean, you have three, four-year-olds now that are bring, being groomed mm -hmm. um, to, to play professional hockey. Like it's sport has yeah. become, by the time you're, you're turning 20, man, you've been playing sport for, you know, 17 years. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. To not only play that long and not have mental or physical burnout, but also um, 
you know, be injury free and, and keep your mm -hmm. body um, functioning at that level. Uh, awesome, man. What so kind of like with that, what are some mental things like mindset? I do a lot of mindset stuff. What I talk about on, on my social media and I think it's, you know, 98% mental and 2% and everything else. Uh, what were some real mental things that you worked on, whether it was, a um, sports psychologist or it was meditation or, or things like that, that really helped you, uh, progress your career and, and, you know, continue to, to develop as a pro player. Yeah, that's a good question. I also believe that mental side of the game is, is huge and yeah, it's, it's really important. And I think as an athlete, that's probably the biggest probably hurt all for a lot of athletes and and it's uh you know it's, it's it's difficult I mean when things are going good it's good you have confidence and everything and then when things aren't going so good it's uh you know you it's easy to let like those thoughts get in your head and um doubt creep in yeah doubt yeah. and all that but I, I would say kind of to go all along that is like not get too high or get too low try to keep an even keel with your mindset um and kind of goes back to, you know, we talk about persistency and sticking with it. And yeah. if you have that mindset that, you know, okay, like things maybe in your season or or something or a game didn't go so well, it's like sticking with it and knowing like that, if you, you know, the harder you work and the more you stick with it, that, you know, good things will, will come of that. And, and I think a good, a big thing too, for me, which I struggle with too, I still struggle with it now is uh you know just being able to put things behind you right you have a bad game or bad shift or you know for hockey or i don't know bad shot and golf or a bad round um it, it's 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 really easy to look back and be like oh like i should have done this or i should have done this i think a big part of it is just is moving on and just looking at what, what what's ahead right and not behind and forgetting about those little mistakes and just like I said, sticking with it and, and moving on to the next day. And that's, what's great about hockey, which I love about it is you have a long season and yeah, you're going to have some bad games or bad shifts or bad little stretches, but it's uh, you know, there's always the next game to turn around. And it, it's, like I said, it's something that I still today struggle with after a game. I'm like, oh, I missed that shot or I missed right. you know, that pass or something. But um, yeah, it's just kind of, like I said, sticking with it and putting that behind you and getting focused for the next game because yeah. that's all you can really do, right? Yeah, I've had, I have, you know, when I have conversations with with hockey players and they're like, oh, you played pro golf, like that's so hard. Mm -hmm. um, I'm like, well, one, I didn't have to do cardio like you guys. Yeah. Uh, two, I got to keep all my teeth, um, which was, was yeah. nice, <laughs> you know, later on. But yeah. uh, with golf, it's true. The difficulty is, you know, you have a bad shot. Well, now mm -hmm. I got the next 15 minutes to think about that bad shot, try and for, forget it. And, yeah. um, you know, it can compound so quickly on a, a golf course because you have that time to to think. It's not like, oh, we can just, just erase yeah. it. So the best players that I ever played with had that ability to just like almost short-term memory. Like they, they would just forget it. Yeah. Wouldn't even remember three holes um before right and i think that's a yeah big key for sure yeah yeah another thing mentally too like, i think it's important to like have a goal um set a goal for yourself um and 
I think too, it's always good to set that goal high because even if you don't maybe reach it, you're at least, you know, say for example, you want to, I don't know, for a hockey player, I want to get eight shots on that game, which is a lot for a player. And maybe you get four or five, which is still a lot, but you know, you're, if you're striving to do something and have goals that are like, you know, pretty difficult, like pretty, not, I wouldn't say like too out there, but at least something that's going to challenge you. And like, it's always going to kind of push you to be a little bit better. So, and then stretch it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, aim, aim for the stars and you, you at least hit the moon. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Jordan? yeah kind of, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Getting poetic yeah. and romantic. Well, on that thought, uh, so you are married to the lovely Jesse Niles, who also had a very successful sport career. She played professional volleyball and played for uh, the national team as well uh, mm -hmm. and played for uh, University of Alberta. Yep. So let's switch gears here a little bit, man, and kind of talk about like, so you're both playing full-time sport, professional sport. And as athletes, we know how much uh, effort, focus and that requires how does you guys balance uh your relationship and you know especially with you traveling so much and then you headed overseas as well um yeah how, how did you kind of balance your relationship with both of you having such demanding careers yeah i mean at times it, you know it's tough with the distance and everything but um it was really really fun to be able to play we played pretty much two years together at U of A while we were uh, dating our last two years. Um, so that was awesome. And then we graduated at the same time. Um, and she was playing for the national team then. So her summers were spent with the national team. Um, yeah. And then I, when I moved overseas, she actually uh, came with me the first year because she was wanting to play overseas too. And she ended up playing uh, in France that year while I was in Slovakia. Right. So we spent that year mostly apart and then spent the summer together. Uh, and then the next season, we were actually really fortunate to play two seasons in Austria together for the same uh, city. Oh, no way. Yeah. So we nice got, uh, oh, that's wild. Yeah. So nice. um, it was pretty awesome. We got uh, two years of that. And then in the, those summers, um, the national team was trained out of Vancouver. So we spent our summers in Vancouver. She was uh, training and playing um, with the national team, and I was just, you know, spending my summer there and training. And uh, my family's from Mission, like you said, so it's only about an hour drive. So it was nice to see them a lot in the summer. But yeah, so the two years there it was uh, it was really it was really cool being able to play uh, in the same city in Austria. So and then uh, she ended up playing one more year in France after that, and I went back to Slovakia. Um, so we had to spend another kind of season apart. Um, and then, uh, then she ended up playing that, I think that was her last, that summer was her last summer of, uh, playing for the national team. Um, and then, yeah. And then since then we've been together over here for this, our third season now, um, she yeah, was she working on her master's degree and now she's working full time. So it's, it's nice to be able to spend, uh, that she can work over here full time right. and that we can still spend the time cool. together. So, but yeah, it's, I mean, it was a lot of navigation with the, um, you know, some of the long distance and everything, but right. it was pretty, pretty cool to be able to play um, in the same city in Europe. And then also 
Um, even when she was in France, uh, it wasn't too far of a flight. Um, we both got some breaks. So we would go for some stretches without seeing each other. But in the end, it was, it was pretty good that at least we were on the same uh, same continent and uh, same time zone. So right. that wasn't too bad. But in, yeah, I mean, it, it's fun. End, it was, in yeah. the end, it was worth it, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. And I think it's it's fun. It was fun, like playing professional at the same time and going to school at the same time because you know your wrist like I don't know a lot about volleyball she doesn't know about a ton about hockey but <laughs> it's fun to like you know at least have someone who has that athlete mindset and right knows totally. what you're going through but you know maybe not too critiquing of my game because <laughs> you know she's a volleyball player so right. It, it, it was fun for me to be kind of just be a fan of her and watch her with the national team with U of A and everything and uh but also have that mental side of it was huge because she understands the, the mental ups and downs of being an athlete as well so yeah I mean it, it worked out great and yeah, it was a lot of fun to be honest so so my wife and I have had the pleasure or not so much pleasure of getting slaughtered by you guys on, on the tennis courts. Uh, <laughs> but we know that you're, you're super competitive. Both of you, obviously you both play pro sport. How do you, how do you not let the competitiveness between each other like boil over and, and get too heated or. Um... Um, yeah. I mean, we both are competitive people. Um, <laughs> But I think it also that's that's a great that's a good thing because we yeah we do we we play tennis um, we do other stuff together and it, it makes it more fun when we're able to compete against each other and um you know one summer we had a ping pong table and I remember like we played ping we be like oh let's play one game and we play one game and then whoever would lose we like all right let's play again and because you don't want to you know lose and then keep going an hour goes by and you you played you know ten games or something so it's pretty funny but. No, I think uh, I think we're both competitive people, but obviously we you know we get along super well. So we so uh, there's never been any tantrums out on the tennis court, is what you're telling me. Uh, maybe a couple, probably by me more. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't like to lose, but uh, especially when it's to your wife. Yeah, exactly. But I think it's it's pretty it's usually pretty civil, but it's 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 a lot of fun because uh, yeah. you know we can go out there and actually have a good good match. Once the sweat is cooled down and, and cooler heads have prevailed, then it's, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wicked man. Well, I'm, uh, I'm super happy for you. You know, I follow your career. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I like to see you playing another two or three seasons at, at least. And, yeah. um, you know, you guys finally get a, a championship over there, and, but, yeah. uh, appreciate your time this morning, Jordan. Um, yeah, man, it's it's been great catching up with you and and uh, look forward to watching the rest of your season. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. It's uh, it was good to chat and uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. And just Warren Jesse, FYI, my wife and I have been training, practicing, listening to the Rocky montage. Like we're we're gonna bring it this summer when you guys are home. Yeah, well, you still have me at pickleball, so. Uh... Yeah, the old man sport, pickleball. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you, need, you need a few years yet before you uh, can take me on the pickleball court. <laughs> yeah. Just got to get old enough. All right, man. Awesome. Enjoy yeah. the rest of your Saturday. Um, you know, I know you got games lined up, so looking forward to, to watching you in there. Okay. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet, brother. All right. Talk to you later.